May the 4th, everybody. Well, yeah. <laughs> not anymore, I guess. I don't no. know. Uh, no, I guess today. Technically. If you're listening to this on release day. On release day, it's Return, Return of, of the 6th. But today is Revenge of the 5th. Or Cinco de Mayo. You're, that's a little inside baseball there. Oh, gar. To to be telling people when we're recording. Uh, you don't want to let them, you want to let them know on it. You know you want to yeah. keep it, you want to keep that kind of stuff under. It's your all best. live. Whenever you are listening to this is when we're recording it. Well, let me ask you this. So, all right. So obviously, this past Tuesday was May the fourth. May the fourth be with you, if you will. That is the Star Wars. They holiday. call that Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day. In fact, on the calendar from the realtor that we rented a house from when we went on vacation. <laughs> It actually had Star Wars Day as a holiday. That is and amazing. And I, do, I don't believe Cinco de Mayo was on there, which is very surprising that to me. That is also that's, not that's, as good. That's kind of screwed up. It is very screwed up. <laughs> you know what else is screwed up? Utapute, everybody. Hello and welcome to Greedo Shot First. My name's Con. I'm Andrew. And we're here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. And as always, we're joined by producer Brian. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm I'm still haunted by the fact that my work offered a Jabba the Hut dog for lunch <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> well, they had to keep it in theme. So and Finn French and, fries. Oh, and Finn French fries. And Finn French fries. So let's get into it. Today we are talking not only the glorious holiday, May the 4th, and everything that had come from said holiday, but we were also at the latter half of the episode going to be doing a little review of the first episode of The Bad Batch. Yes. The biggest piece of... Like Star Wars Day news was the premiere episode of The Bad Batch. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, I think it was a little bit of a quiet Star Wars Day. I mean, yeah. obviously, we had, like, that Disney Investor Day a couple months ago. That, that kind of spoiled us. It, well, it point. did, yeah. <laughs> and I guess maybe there was hope that, like, oh, maybe we'll get, like, an actual, like, uh, like production and or type of sizzle. Like... But uh... maybe we'll get an update on uh, Lego Star Wars. Oh! <gasps> If only. If only. If only. Last I, know, I heard. Spoiler alert. I know Lego put all of their games on sale. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Lego. We really appreciate you <laughs> yeah. going above and beyond there. I feel like that was a trend that maybe I just haven't paid attention in years past, but like it just seemed like that was the marquee thing. It was like <laughs> everything Star Wars is on sale today. It makes perfect sense. It's a Steam steal all over the place. And also all the uh, the remasters and uh, remakes, if you will. Like, yeah. I think like Pod Racer, Jedi Academy. Um, we did like Bounty Hunter. Uh, that they were all on sale. Don't do it to yourself, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even at that, I know we we kind of we we're oh hoping to do like a, another retro review with uh, Republic Commando for sure. Uh, so at some point down the line, and if I can convince you guys to get a copy of it, uh, Star Wars Jedi Starfighter is available on PS4. No, oh. so that would be fun to kind of go over just because it's. It's of the Attack of the Clones, you know, era, and so that would just be fun to dig into a little I'm bit. I'm sure you could twist my arm. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Let's twist it a little bit towards uh, the actual, you know, the news and everything that came out of the day. Yes. Um, I don't know which any. I mean, we kind of just want to go all over the place. There was there wasn't well, a lot, but there's yeah, a lot to be excited of, about. Like the two like news items, so to speak. Mm. We can kind of call it the news items and then the Disney Plus stuff. Yes. Okay. Um. And the news items are kind of related. So. They are. Uh, well, one, it's yeah. One's a literal trailer for the other. I think, right? <laughs> yes, we so. have. So what we're talking about here is the Star Cruiser Hotel. Ooh, the Galactic Cruiser. Well, the, the Galactic Freighter or something like that. Uh, I don't know the Galactic Star Cruiser. It's actually a Pantoran Galactic Star Cruiser. From oh, what I've understood. So going into it a little bit, what, we've talked about this hotel before, and we yes. only had a very limited like details at the time. So it's exciting to uh, kind of hear more about it. So originally, it was supposed to be open this year. I mean, maybe this month, for all we know. It was probably shooting for May the 4th, 2001. Sorry, 2021. Whoa. Way too often. <laughs> this isn't uh, Phantom Menace anymore or something. If only we could go back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the, think about how different the world was in, in May of 2001. Oh, my God. Compared to how it is in May of 2021. This is off topic, but I always think about... I was on a plane and I went to California for a week in June of mm-hmm. 2001. And my flight experience and everything that I had that day, never the same again. Nope. It's never yep. going to be the same. I remember going to the airport and going all the way to the gate to, to wish off yeah. a family member. Right? Uh, you, I know you, everyone used then to Then you just walk that. back out. Yeah. Get back on the monorail. and Yeah. Basically. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But it's still, it, it's exciting to, you know, we, it's exciting for the idea that there's going to be a Star Wars hotel. We've talked about this before. But it's not your typical hotel. It's going to be a very weird experience because it's all enclosed. There, there's not going to be any real windows. Yeah, no well, real windows. How do you have windows when you're in space? That's very true. You have steel. Mind you, well, come on. I thought you were there a nerd. is some transparency, <laughs> so but it's not like you can just crack the window to get some fresh air. I get that air in here. Ah, no. So, but here's the fun part. So we've, like, again, we've talked about this. It, the way that it's been described through Disney, like, it's not storytelling; it's story living. Yes. And by that, they mean you're going to be eating, breathing, and sleeping Star Wars for like two days and two nights. And the idea is straightforward. You have this very non-plus like entrance. Uh, that's like it's gonna be surrounded by some woods and everything. It looks like it's just a, a random bunker, basically. <laughs> yes. You go in and you're you and your family get on the shuttle. The shuttle takes you to, uh, you know, to the cruiser to the Halcyon. To Halcyon. And once you actually get to the cruiser, you're inside the cruiser. And the only other place you can go besides there is uh, Batu, like Galaxy's Edge. Yes. And so that's the whole idea. Is like you you experience everything that's going on in the hotel. And then it's like, okay, guys, you know, it's it's time to go and visit the Trader's Outpost down at Batu, And so you get back into the said shuttle, which literally is just a windowless bus, apparently. And it drives you, it drives <laughs> you to, you know, to uh, Disney World. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be almost like uh, just hook, line, sinker, just a straight Star Wars experience. Kind of like a themed gulag. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, very fun. I, mean, I have very uh, Westworld kind of views on it. I oh guess. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, so uh, another detail which I thought was interesting, I brought it before the the Pantoran side of the ship. Right. So the captain is supposed to be a female Pantoran herself. So she's blue. She's blue. Yeah. They they showed they showed a concept art for her. She has like the, the yellow eye makeup and stuff like that. So it's 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 like any Pantoran you'd seen in the show. Yes. And uh, that's a Clone Wars reference primarily. Oh yeah. No. And. I think there's like a small reference in like squadrons because you can get a, a Pantoran. Skin, oh yeah, but yes, that's the Imperials not... have the pant. It doesn't make any Let's sense. Let's not go. There. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's cool because apparently she's going to be playing a major role, and that's supposed to help uh, enclose the idea that you are in a Star Wars story. Yes. You know, and so you're going to be interacting not only with her but the rest of the crew, who are also either just in regular like garb or they're actually dressed up as different species of aliens and stuff like that. You're going to see Twi'leks, you're going to see Weequay, you know, everything. Yes, Chewie's and, going to be there. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've said like you'll you know you'll be able to interact with Chewie, Ray, uh, mm. somebody else. Some someone if else. Hondo isn't there. I'm going to be very upset. Well, never mind. It's just Ray Chewbacca. And if we play our cards wrong, uh oh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> well, you remember when we were talking before Galaxy's Edge even opened, and we were talking about the idea that they were going to have a bounty system. Yes. Did anything ever come in that? I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you would <laughs> I, think at this point you would hear something. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I, mean, you... I went to Galaxy's Edge and misbehaved, and then I got put in timeout by a cosplay Kylo Ren. <laughs> by Boba Fett. Boba Fett caught me. But that's just it. Like it, That was the whole appeal was supposed to be like- I don't you... hate that. Yeah. It was a cool <laughs> idea, but they just never did it, uh, at least as far as I know. But like you feel like if, if it had been done before, someone would have said something at this point. Yeah. Or shown it on like Instagram Live or but something. It, yeah. I don't know. But maybe they just kind of tried to keep that on the, the on down the... low. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't get spoiled. Hey, that's fair. Um, I mean, I know Disney is like constantly like you can like search out like the different uh, like fireworks shows at the end of night mm. for all the different parks. And as soon as they go up, they come down. And as soon as they <laughs> up and down. That's completely uh, fair. Yeah. So so I don't know if it could be that, but uh, it is just a it, there is something interesting about this dynamic, though, that, you know, I think this is kind of going to be like the much more self-contained version of what they were proposing to do in galaxy's edge Mm -hmm. but now it's like well you're literally trapped here and like this is the only (laughs) other place you can go well even yeah so like the the hotel itself is going to be featuring uh cantitas and restaurants there's going to be a whole cafeteria slash like dinner show area too so you can like have nightly entertainment and stuff like that and it's It's, all supposed to be very upscale which i'm I'm all about cloud city uh or uh canto bite etc respectable businessman yes come on now what's up with that now um but i mean it's it's i think it's gonna be very cool i think it's also kind of akin i and you can correct me on this but i remember you telling me about 
uh, your experience going through like Hogwarts. You rode like the Hogwarts Express, right? Yes. And you said as much, even that was like a ride in itself and you yes. look like you were driving through the countryside. Mm-hmm. I imagine that this is what they're going to be going for. It's going to be that seamless feeling. Exactly. Again, it's like, like you're going to end up in Diagon Alley. Yeah, where the real windows are was just like replaced with a view screen mm-hmm. and then it looks like you're riding through the English countryside basically <laughs> and and then like you know depending on which direction you're going if you're going to Hogwarts or from Hogwarts like then all of a sudden it's like oh we're approaching London and you know you'll see this platform nine and three quarters and blah 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 and like and I can definitely see that being the vibe there as oh, well. Yeah. It's, you know, but you imagine yourself you you're going to you know you're going to the cruiser and you'll be intercepted by some X wings or something. You know they do a flyby. Yes, it'll be very cool. I'm very sure. Yes, um, and apparently there. I mean there is a canon place in time where you're going, ooh. which is between episodes eight and nine. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> I heard well, that there's a Star Killer base out there. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> well, not so much that, but there's just a, a Sith fleet out there. Yeah, with, and true. every single ship in the fleet has a Death Star weapon on it. Are we going to explain how D- Palpatine came? Oh by? no! Oh come on! If that's not our rule, then what is our rule, man? Somehow, somehow, we're going to figure out somehow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I mean at this point we should talk about the biggest part of. The, yes. the cruise. I mean, the, the cruise itself. Yeah, the nice. um, the the souvenir tape measure. The souvenir. That's right. <laughs> exactly. It's it's shaped like a BB-8. You know. And, <laughs> yes. And whenever it, it uh, sends its little tape out, it's a thumbs up. So but, <laughs> no. Or is it a middle finger? Oh well. Have yeah. we had this debate before? I think we have. I don't know. <laughs> is it the thumbs up or the middle finger? Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. This one's here for you, buddy. Up high. No. <laughs> <laughs> that changes the dynamic it of those films so much. Well, it's just that you don't know what the droids are saying. Those are no longer happy beeps. R two D two is a foul mouth sailor before they took the subtitles out. So That's come it. on, I'm all for it. These are facts. Anyways. <laughs> So the biggest anyway. the biggest news to come out of the the Galactic Cruiser news is the fact that Disney has apparently made a real life lightsaber. Yes. Now, I'm gonna start off by saying, I I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but in igniting said real life lightsaber, she doesn't move it. It's so I true. I wanna I I kind of am curious to see how that works out. So there's two images they show and it's like a 30 second trailer of the actress who's portraying Ray in the parks, right? Yes. No, that's just Ray. But she's holding Ray's lightsaber, so it makes sense. But I'm <laughs> I digress. There's a point where she's holding it in front of her in a very you know normal stance, and then there's a point where she does her stance where she holds it to the side, much like in the Rise of Skywalker trailer, you know, with the Tie Fighter coming at her. It's it's almost like an iconic stance for her, right? And in both instances, it starts up and it lights up like a normal freaking lightsaber. It's incredible. But what I'm getting at is the fact that you, we don't see her swing it. We don't see her try and jab anything. We don't see her try and slice anything. Yeah, we don't see it make contact with another with another saber. Exactly. So I'm wondering, because the way it's supposed to be working is it's a cylinder essentially with LEDs, and they're bouncing off of each other. Like the technical side of it, I'm not totally sure on. Um, I know that we have an article in front of us here somewhere, but it's like uh, it's a it's a souvenir tape measure. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> but I mean. The, the fact of the matter that they can do something like this that's fully retractable and extendable. Yeah, it's like, super wild. It's very wild. And I'll be, I will be very excited to see how they implement it into the factory. It doesn't make any sense at all. Factory. Into the hotel, I should say. <laughs> well, I th- you know, I think chances are pretty good, like, especially if you're there with, you know, a, a Padawan, a youngling of, mm-hmm. of some sort. They're going to be inclined to be like, well, I'm on the Jedi path. And so then, you know, mom and dad are going to walk out a couple hundred dollars lighter. Well, hell, you went there without your kid and you still walked out a hundred dollars lighter. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I was talking about. uh, uh, You know, not to, again, go too inside baseball. But when we first (laughs) saw this, uh, like I was detailing again, like what like the Kylo Ren lightsaber that I got Mm -hmm. when I went to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I mean, would you consider, was that like top of the line for what it was? It was. So, you know, in terms of like the Galaxy's Edge offerings, I mean, you do like you can get and apologies to anybody hearing the uh, the flagrant jizz. That's just (laughs) there's just jizz flying everywhere everywhere. in that other room. So apologies. Yeah. You're getting a free sample. Flagrant jizz. (laughs) Flagrant jizz. (laughs) Anyways. But anyway, that's a dope (laughs) mixtape. 
there's there's a few different kind of grades of lightsabers at Galaxy's Edge. At least yes. when I went there the first time. Mm. And, you know, th- you could get kind of the kid prop, you know, the classic just like, whoosh, <laughs> like whip it down towards the ground and it'll uncurl itself. Smack and, the ground as much as you can. Yeah. And it'll probably break or like you'll split it in the middle and then it'll never work again. Uh, then, like the next two options were pr- are both very premium. So you have like the prop ones, which is what I got. Yes. Uh, which you could get at uh, uh, the, Ondar. Uh, Ondar's Antiquities. D- yes, exactly. Antiquities. Yes. So like those were all like the different movie lightsabers that were available, plus a few from the like animated series. And even at that, they come in little collector boxes yes. too. So it's not like you're just getting them in a piece of plastic. Yeah. Like so you like, actually have some decorative sides yeah. to it. I mean, I just keep mine like on my desk mm-hmm. in the box. Yeah. It looks nice. But, in I mean, the it, background for Zoom calls. Yeah. <laughs> but even, even well, to that. <laughs> when I do have my camera on, you can definitely see my, my Star Wars bookshelf with all my books and my Poe Dameron helmet that I got oh, while nice. I was there. You need nice. to make you have to make Stanley and the uh, the Ugnaught guard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Very, very affordable. And, uh, but, but then just uh, real quickly, the final yeah. option is the Savi's Workshop where you actually you make, make your, your own. own. And even yes. at that, that one I think I don't want to say it's cheap, but it's it's but it's unique. like plastic bits, exactly. yeah, and it's like, your own thing. Yeah, so there's there's a little memorable feeling for that, but it's like it again, it's it's all the same pieces that almost anybody else would have, and you're assembling it. So I imagine it would be next to low quality at that point because it's all just reusable. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's like basically you know hand tight pieces that right. you're kind of screwing together. So to that end, with this new version of the lightsaber coming out and everything like that, I'm wondering if they're going to keep it only for the cast or if they will at some point push it out there for props. Well, and, and yeah, and this is one of the interesting things that they kind of like, it wasn't like a big headline on the article about the Star Cruiser, mm-hmm. but so, you know, in Galaxy's Edge, like adults are pretty much forbidden from like actually cosplaying. Yes. On yes. site. But at the Star Cruiser Hotel, you're fully encouraged to do so. I've heard that. So that'll be an interesting like change of pace <laughs> and like I wonder how that'll carry over into the park moving forward. Well, it's also the fact you don't want to bring weapons in too, because there's a chance, you know, it, <laughs> yeah. it, who knows what's gonna look like someone will get busted carrying around like a stormtrooper plaster. Yeah, yeah, you know, just, yeah that's you, all it is. It's just a piece of plastic. Yeah, I mean the the DL forty four is a modified Mauser. Exactly. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's probably so, not yeah. something that we really need. Yeah. So but all the same, I'm I'm excited for it. I, I still have yet to have my chance to go to Disney Plus, and this might be the way to do it. Honestly, yes. uh, it seems pretty affordable for what it was. I thought it was supposed to be something like twelve hundred a night, but I've heard what like eight hundred a night. Well, that's that's what I saw last or most recently. <laughs> affordable. But... Trust me, it's a lot more affordable for freaking Disney World. That's oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I've never been. Disney yeah. is very expensive. There's no doubt. I... Yeah. Just go to Cleveland like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sick. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously, we're, we're anxious to go back, and especially now having a, a young son who's starting to figure out some Star Wars things. It's like yeah. we're really excited about that. But at the same time, it's like kind of got to make it matter the most. Like, So it, it'll probably be a few years before we get to go back. Nothing wrong with that. You know, he, he's got to understand and appreciate what we're doing for him. You understand this is art. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sit him down. It's like understand all this. Like I, I don't know. That's what I see. That's honestly how I feel sometimes when I'm trying to like explain certain things. But I, I don't want to come off as too crass. But you know what I mean. Anyways. Well. Speaking that's of... That's crass? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's that. No. Well, actually, I can make a good segue out of that. Good. So, <laughs> pivoting into the Disney Plus offerings that we got Ooh. on... Star Wars Day. We got mm-hmm. four, thi- well, four and a half things. Okay. So we got Maggie Simpson in The Force Awakens from its nap. I'm so excited. So you've seen this. Very yes. cool. I haven't, I, I, I forgot to watch it yesterday. Duncan, I'm not totally sure about you. Oh, I watched it. Oh my God. I'm, so I'm, I'm left behind. I'm <laughs> Yo, not... it's three minutes. It's you three just... and a half minutes. You Go should ahead. probably just watch we it We should right probably now. just pause. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. You want to come back? All right. Yeah, we'll come back to it. All right. Wow, that was fun. (laughs) So I just finished watching it. Uh, Apologies to my lovely wife because I'm going to have to watch this whenever we get home. So she is not missing out. But that was very funny. And uh, I recommend anyone looking it up. 
Yes. Well, <laughs> and, and what I'll even say to that and you know for for Eva's benefit is like I watched it at least twice because it is only three and a half minutes exactly. and like you pick up on a lot more the next time like oh. if you're kind of not following the actual action so much look at the, the background so, details they, well that's what Simpsons is all about the yeah. background jokes are just as funny well and, it, oh they kicked it exactly that that's <laughs> like I don't have all that much to say about it because it is short and like I mean it's there's basically no dialogue whatsoever no notes other than Great. Great. Yeah. Well yes. done. Maggie Simpson uh, is the goat. She's greatest of all time. Yes. So I recommend looking but it up if you haven't. Love, love the sight gags. That's all I got to say. Yes. The timeout zone or whatever. The carbonite thing was hilarious. Just as. Uh, Bringing it back. Yes. <laughs> but so we also got a couple other little things that like we knew, like they did announce ahead of time that we were going to get this little Simpsons short. Of course. But they did kind of surprise us with like, a couple of other new announcements or new items we've got two vehicle fly-throughs so millennium falcon and the uh, first order star destroyer that's cool i saw the one for the falcon like i saw the preview for that but i didn't know they did a star destroyer one so that's even more exciting (laughs) yes and like you can tell that like the star destroyer is just like the set from like rise of skywalker or (laughs) something and like there's like kind of all these like sheets of paper that are still up (gasps) Like that are clearly supposed to be like markers for the you know for the the, the cast to like look at right. during scenes or whatever, but it was a little jarring and it's like that's kind of weird. Like yeah. I mean, like I live for that stuff. Well, of I course, mean, yeah, this is know, behind to, the scenes. To, yeah, to go back to the Galaxy's Edge debate a little bit. Like I I know some people like especially if you got to go like before Rise of the Resistance was open, mm. they're like there's really not all that much to do, but it's like. Just physically being in that space, like like the first time I walked up the stairs, like into the Millennium Falcon's cargo area, it's like I like genuinely was just melting. You felt it, yeah. Yes. I <laughs> so I, I I that's just part of the experience in itself. Exactly. And I'm sure that's what makes that that much more memorable. You want to, I like you. I'm like you. I want to. I want to know what makes everything tick. I want to know what makes it all work. Yes. So to speak. Yeah. So we got both those vehicle fly throughs and then we got the biomes, Ooh. which is a lot longer. It's like 18 plus minutes or so. So is that more like uh, National Geographic, like of <laughs> Star Wars? Yes. That's yeah. Cool. To, it's very cool. <laughs> very cool to watch. Yeah. Like if you've ever done Soren at Disney to keep going back to the, the, the theme parks. Like the Avatar thing, right? Well, no, 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 no. Uh, no. Soren is like, it's in Epcot. It's like the. It, it was the precursor to the uh, Avatar yes. flight simulator Fair thing. Enough. But you're flying, in other <laughs> yes. words. Okay. But it's basically that kind of concept where it's just like these grandiose sweeping shots from a helicopter, from a drone, from whatever. And then they just like insert the Star Wars scenes into it. So like it starts on Hoth. And like first you're just going along some like icy mountains. And then all of a sudden you cross the one and you see an Imperial probe droid and, <sighs> then, and then you see the walkers and uh, that's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so another little uh, snippet to be looking yes. forward to. I'm excited like, about I, that. I just, I want that to just be like, so we have like an Apple TV mm. that we use to, for our streaming and, and like it puts up these like kind of random Scrike. screen screensavers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, what do I have to do to take this video and make <laughs> that my screensaver? I feel like it's not that hard. I don't know, but that's just me. Like I I know that like Apple phones have that technology now to like repeat like a, a like a, a an image on your lock screen. Yeah. So what's to stop you from doing that on your TV? You know. All who's to say? No. Who's to say? <laughs> Copyrights. So uh, That's does what? does that leave us with the big one? That's that. Now we got the big guy. All right. So before Ooh. we uh, before we go any further, I want to preface that this is gonna be uh, spoilers most yes. likely. Uh, it's for the first guess, episode. Yeah, and I guess in general, our thought is we probably won't do every single episode of Bad Batch. No, it would be fun, but I think it'd be too too yeah, much. Yeah, it'd be um, a little too minutiae. I think what we should do is we should just come back at the end of the season. Yes, and give a final review on yeah. it. Yeah, I think we might kind of do the Clone Wars treatment. We like if there's kind of these distinct arcs, we might break it down like that. Yeah, you know, or or kind of make something up as we go it depends also on the lengths of each episode this the, the premiere <laughs> well, episode was it was much longer but i'm sure yeah. i wasn't sure if they were all gonna go for an hour or a half hour i would i dove into it on my lunch break and then at one point i went 
Yeah, I should probably stop eating lunch now. And I looked at the time left and went, oh, there's 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sick. Yeah. So I guess I'm taking a long lunch today. <laughs> so brace yourselves if you're not ready for it. But again, spoilers uh, coming up. So if you're not interested in that, just skip ahead and we'll, yeah, we'll do all of our social stuff. Yes. But that being said, uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I was super enthralled with it. And it could have been two hours long, and I would not have been mad. Yes. I know that that's probably the biggest gripe that everyone has with it right now is that it was just the it was a very long runtime. <laughs> um, I, I loved it. But I was. I, it's more Star Wars content. Yes. I, I'm here for it. And like, and it it did what it had to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I can see the case for, like. You know, I'm I'm certain that every episode will not be this long. No, I mean, and not even approach that. I bet none of them even like top a half hour. Moving on, well, except for maybe like the finale. But. So let me ask you this: in the way of how this first episode went, imagine yourself as a person who's never seen the Clone Wars or Rebels, and you're just diving into Bad Batch for whatever reason. Now, I mean. You're, uh, Wait, I, I, I don't mean to look directly at you, Duncan. I was gonna say like you're 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 just you're brand new basically to the the animated to shows the animated and stuff ones. Like that. Yeah, you've seen season seven, mm-hmm. but I'm, all I'm getting at is like you know, were you did you feel lost at all for certain things, or was it just all seemed kind of familiar? It seemed familiar enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I I was all I was gonna say is I I thought they did a pretty good job of. Resumming everybody up, yeah, and just kind of being like, "This is what they're for," you know. Um, this yeah. is who, they're, who they are. I think. I mean, there's one part, like in terms of our pre-spoiler comments, I guess mm-hmm. that that I don't know. Like, I think you need a deeper understanding to kind of appreciate what's mm-hmm. happening in that particular scene. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think otherwise, like, if, if you've at least seen Clone Wars season seven. You've been introduced to the Bad Batch, and you kind of know the story of Echo. Yes, I think you're fine. Yeah, I think that's yeah, probably the, that. The... I I would have not been aware of some of that stuff going on had yeah. I not watched season seven. Well, good. I mean, it, it. I'm I'm glad that you were able to experience that along with us because, like, I remember when you gave your first response to it, you were just you said as much that like there are some heavy handed, you know, Clone Wars Rebel references. But beyond that, you know, yeah. keep at it. And I wasn't sure what you meant until I actually sat down and watched it myself. And it was within the first five minutes. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> like this. It's both Star- like Clone Wars and, and Rebels, Rebels. <laughs> like right there. So I well, wouldn't lie to you. Oh, no, I know. But I- <laughs> So to that end, let- let's start off with this. I think with it being 70 minutes long, I watched this with Eva, too. And she gave this uh, this uh, uh, explanation. She basically just said it's like. She liked it, but she didn't like how long it was. And I basically just said, well, I think it was basically the length of a small arc in Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah. Like, if we were watching a se- like a season, this would be three this or four episodes. This would have episodes. been three or four episodes. Exactly. For sure. But that's why I was like, I'm all for it, because this is telling everything we need to know. And they make the escape and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Uh, but do we want to break down each, like, little arc, like, little episode? Or do we want to just kind of talk about our favorite points? I don't know. I mean, I think we should kind of play it by year. I think we'll we'll start. I think we're gonna start at the the at top. The start, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think there is some parts in the middle that we might forget to discuss, and that's okay. <laughs> that's fair. So, so we don't want to spoil it all. Yes. Well, so right off the bat, and without further ado, I guess yeah. this is where spoilers commence. We're putting down the curtain. Three, two, one. Curtain down. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. ahead. So, Clone Wars is done. The title card did as much. It yes. showed up as Star Wars The Clone Wars in blood red like it did at the end of Season 7, which I thought was a very nice touch. Very nice touch. And then burning away all the old stuff into something new. We get our new heroes, the new show, Star the Wars The Bad Batch. I thought it was a very cool little visual. That being said, you move into the actual voiceover. They do the Clone Wars, like, you know, danger. And I was like, oh, yeah. By all means, like, we're back, baby. This is it. Let's go. And not even to that end. So... If you notice some of the clips that they show in the little, the, you know, voiceover at the beginning, they're shot straight out of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yes. And I like the fact that they are just repeating those beats, even though we know it. It's still cool to see them, you know, reanimate yeah. and reanimate. Yeah, like the, the rescue of Palpatine, etc. Exactly. That was very fun to see. It was. Yeah. And I'm so. not going to lie. I mean, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to tire of seeing Order 66 from different perspectives because it's just so jarring no matter which way you cut it and like that in particular so i know that there's a lot of contention online for people who were 
fans of the Kanan graphic novel because apparently this changes it, his origin slightly, but it is true to what happens. I've never read that, and I'm kind of glad I haven't. Same. Because like, I've always visualized it being different, mm-hmm. but I never had like the image... Of Depa Balaba. Yes. Yeah. So to that end, whenever they were like, Depa Balaba, or Master Balaba is doing her thing, I was like, why does that name sound yeah. familiar? I know this oh, name. Oh, God. And then actually seeing her go, I was like, they're not going to do it. And then Caleb comes skating down the hill. And I was yes. like, oh, they're going to do it. So Yeah. <laughs> my And literally my only, like, gripe with this whole episode. And, like, I know I shouldn't gripe because, yeah. like, yes, Freddie Prince Jr. came back to do the Woo! voice of Caleb Doom slash Kane and yeah. But there's just something that's just so not believable about, like, Bro. that guy with that, like, very deep voice that he has. We talked about this before. It's space puberty. You know I mean? like it, it kicks in for different uh, species of humans. Like, yeah. And, like, he's clearly trying to kind of de-age himself a little, a little bit. bit. But, like, he's not a voice actor. Like, I know. It's, it's, it's not, not his bread and butter. Yeah. Like, it's not like Ashley Eckstein's treatment of Ahsoka over the years. That's where, true. She's, where she, fit, like, actually changes the, the presentation. Ugh. Well, I was going to say as much towards, uh, what the heck, like, Sam Whitworth could come back and play Maul as a baby, and I wouldn't be mad. Like, I, I <laughs> well, mean, and that's fair. And I, I mean, it going that'd, towards that'd him, sick. like, I, I'm, I'm happy that they were like, we got to bring him in, we got to do this right, we got to make him, you know, who he is. Yeah. And so I'm excited for that. I, uh, you know, I and seeing it all kind of play out. All I ever knew of Caleb's story, the Canaan story, if you will, before this was uh, the the A New Dawn, the novel that we both yes. read. Um. Which I always thought was fun, but like they never really dived into his experience. They had it early days while he was still a Padawan, you know, yes. at the beginning, but that was it. Yeah. And so actually seeing it from that perspective, he was just a young boy and actually seeing this mother figure just, I mean, went out like Ayla Secura, like just totally got flu shit <laughs> yeah. right there. And so I was very, like, I was shocked and I was terrified. And then seeing the Bad Bats, like, reaction to it, they were just standing there like, what's, what's what, going what, on? What is happening? So right off the bat, I think we all kind of called it that, like, their yes. genetic mutations were... Prohibit gonna... their chips from functioning correctly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, like, not to jump too far ahead, and obviously we'll backtrack as well, but, mm-hmm. like, we even get what I find to be, like, a compelling explanation for Echo. Yes, is that he's more machine than man? Exactly. It's a common phrase we hear a lot through Star Very Wars. Very Star Wars. But uh, it's kind of sad, but it's also it makes it worthwhile. It's like okay, so he didn't completely lose himself, you know, because that's that's the other side of it too. And there's a running joke between uh, Tech and Wrecker is the idea of programming. Yes. The Bad Batch don't follow orders, but they still get the job done, and that's going to turn out to be a bad thing in this new empire. But even at that, there's one character in the Bad Batch who at one point says a very familiar phrase and I was like <gasps> you know I mean I, w- I don't think I was as shocked as I could have been but when he said the phrase I was like oh no but Law or uh, Crosshair at one point goes good soldiers I am your father well then let's <laughs> see good soldiers follow orders and that was the line that the one trooper whose chip short circuited malfunctioned he was using before he shot the Jedi and yes. thus he would have revealed the whole thing prior to this but it was interesting hearing him say it, and so it makes you think that that programming in his ship was on its way out. But he was still, you know, able to fight it a little bit. Yes. Uh, it's so it's so weird, but it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, but I liked. I mean, I liked the you know that Hunter was just like, you know, it's like look, he was doing everything he could to just try and talk Caleb down and be like, I am not here to hurt yeah. you. I don't know what's going on. And he lets he lets the kid go, but obviously there's some contention between him and Crosshair, and that turns into the whole thing of the series of the Freaking first episode. Crosshair is just diamond people out left and uh, right. He's such a butthole, but that's his whole that's his that's, whole. That shtick. is his stick. What a he's, narc. He is a narc. So uh, fast forward to uh, they're being called back to Camino. Uh, yes home if you will it's fun to hear them refer to it as their home yeah world. i really appreciate that because it, it really is because it's like where else have they ever known at that point they have their own barracks which yeah. i thought was really cool that, too yeah. you know and i appreciate that it's like it literally looks like it was just like an unused closet and like mm-hmm. ah fine yeah. take that and even like uh Rekka was like smells great or whatever it just, it's like it smells weird it's like you're you're new you'll get used to it <laughs> yeah. you know that yeah, kind of Echo stuff oh, no, it doesn't yeah, it's it's so good. It's so good. There's like there the 
you actually feel like they're all bonded and everything at that point. Like they, they all have great back and forth. Like everything between tech and wrecker is really fun. Yeah, because um, and like there's such like diametric opposites. Exactly. And, and then to see them as kind of like <laughs> you know, it it is just I don't want to say it's like opposites attract, but it's just like you know, when when you and your sibling are totally different people, yes, but yet you still love each other so unconditionally. You click, yeah. Well, even to that point, like this was a point where Eva laughed out loud. It made me happy, but it was during their battle simulation. Uh, Wrecker and Tech are by themselves, and Echo and Crosshair and Haunter on the other side, and. Hunter starts doing hand signals, and Record just goes, "Oh, I hate hand signals." He's like, "You would hate it if you would memorize them or whatever." He's like, "Why does he just say that?" And like, gives a big thumbs up. Like, when he gave the big thumbs up, I was like, "That's hilarious." Yeah. It was like, it's, "Why did you say that in the first place?" So it's like, okay, it's like what we did on Fallujah, and even was like, it's funny to me that the fact that they Fallujah, oh, I was Fallujah. Say, not Sorry. Fallujah. <laughs> Sorry, that's that, the wrong thing. Fallujah that, is in Afghanistan. That, that's right. That right. got dark. Fallujah. <laughs> Yes. Say. Anyways, she was laughing at the fact she's like, I can't believe they that they've done this before. Like that's their the whole stick of it was just like it's funny to me that not only do they have all these like, you know, different ways to work things out, but it's like, oh, by the way, this isn't our first rodeo. Like we've totally done this before. Yeah. But um what did you think of re reintroduction of Tarkin? Uh amazing as always. Yes. Uh, very studious, Thunder Thighs himself. Uh, <laughs> I love his I love his outfit. I love that he was he was able to transition into emperor garb, like em, uh, imperial garb, like it was nothing. Yeah, essentially. Um, and then I don't and know. That's uh, it's Stephen Stanton who does that voice. Yeah, he he did the same one in uh, Rebels too, I think. Yeah, I believe you're correct. Mm. And he does appear in Clone Wars as well. Again, yeah, but, but he was a younger one, so I wasn't sure if it yeah. was like a different uh, voice that I'm not that. sure about. I thought it was also it was, this was something else that I completely forgot about, but there was like a little like connection between Tarkin and Echo because Echo was involved in the rescue in the, the rescue mission, yeah, and that was where he died yes. presumably. So that's cool. And he was like, "Hey, you know, you don't want to mess with this guy. Tarkin, he does not like clones and stuff like that." So it's interesting to see that. Uh, what did everyone think of the assembly? You know, where they was announced that we're being reformed into the first galactic empire. Well, first off, we'll note that is Ian McDermott. Yes. As Palps. I'm almost certain that's the exact, like, just, lo- like, track right from Revenge of the Sith. And it could be. Like, it might not be a new recording. Um, oh. But I always appreciate that. Because, like, I feel like sometimes they try to do somebody else doing the Emperor's voice. Yeah. And it's, well, just, it's, it just doesn't work. The, yeah. Towards the towards the end of the series, before they can't, like, before the end of season six, they had Tim Curry doing it. Of <laughs> yeah. All people. Really? Yeah. If you oh, go back, because they had somebody else doing it before Tim Curry too. I, so I whenever love, they, I sw- love Tim Curry, but Tim Curry shouldn't do that. Whenever Tim Curry switched to doing Palpatine, it was kind of jarring because I was like, "That's not Palpatine. That's Tim Curry." Like it was like, <laughs> "That's that's Nigel Thornberry." So I was a little thrown by that, but still, um, exciting to hear that. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other things here. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of where to actually jump to. What did you think of Omega? Let's go with Omega. Well, sure. Let's jump into Omega. I mean, I think there's an extremely... I mean, I loved the little diatribe with... Or, uh, well, I don't know. It's not a diatribe. It's more of a couplet from Lama Sue. Yes. When she's talking to... Uh, what's his face? Hunter? Her, Good old no. What's his face? Uh, Tarkin. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Right. Uh, like and she's saying, well, there are five uh, genetically modified mm-hmm. clone troopers. Which, once again, all credit to you, Connor. Honestly, I did not believe that she was going to be like. I thought she could have been like a child of one of them, or for something. all we know, know, yeah. Uh, but it turns out she is, in fact, the fifth of the remaining. And I like genetically you, modified. I thought that was a nice little touch because even Echo was, or it was Tech was like, I think Tarkin was under the assumption she meant Echo. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that's what I would have thought too. Well, he's a reg. He's a reg. He's got a little plate in his head. He's good. Well, even at that, the the actress who does uh, who does Omega is like New Zealand. Uh, yes. So it, like the same by... Maori. Yes. It's uh, by the same as uh, Tamora. Yes. So I appreciate that they're, they're bringing back that, you know, that style to it and everything. And uh, I'm I'm very anxious to see what her deal is and what the mystery is surrounding it because towards the end of this episode we learned that 
uh, Lama Su and I forget the other uh, Kamino and the yeah. Prime Minister. The Prime Minister. Oh, they're the trying Prime to Minister. keep her under under wraps. They're like, let's not let them know that they escaped until it's you know we want we know what the Empire wants with them. But based on what we've seen Omega do through the episode, does anyone have any ideas? Does anyone have any thoughts? <laughs> well, or I'm sorry, it's Nala Say. It's not Lama Su. Oh crap! Okay, and the you could have fooled me. <laughs> Well, Lam- and Lama Su is the governor. Ah. Ah. That's rough. Yeah, That's a rough fair. break. Also, Fallujah's in Iraq. I think I said Afghanistan before. Either way, <laughs> we're talking Star Wars. I'll take Star Wars. Anything you ever read Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So while we're getting all of that out there. We lost a lot of good men there. I really hope they catch that and Benghazi women. guy. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, in terms of Omega, the character, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to think. I mean, obviously, we get a couple of pictures of her, mm-hmm. um, where, I mean, you know, first off, we kind of when we're first introduced to her, she's the medical assistant to Nalase, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, so it's like, okay, does she have sort of a healing component, like something? She, yeah. Then we get this. Yeah, where did she go to medical school? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then we get an impression that maybe she has sort of like a tele- telepathic connection so, that she can sense the emotions of people very acutely. And that was that was the scene with uh, Crosshair. Yes. And she's like, I, "You're angry," and she's like, "I know what you're about to do, but don't do it. Don't do it." And when she said that, I was like, "So is that her genetic modification?" Wait, is she force sensitive? That's what yeah. I'm thinking, honestly. So honestly, it, like this goes as far back, and it's gonna sound stupid, but like the Force Unleashed and stuff like that. I know it doesn't really count as much anymore, but like that was one of the first games that I experienced them talking about cloning. You know, like I know they talked about it in the books and stuff like that, but the way they always explained it was you cannot clone a Force sensitive person. But we also learned through the Mandalorian and obviously through the Rise of Skywalker that apparently it is doable. It's just a matter of how you end up doing it. So I'm wondering if this is going to be that's going to be the catalyst for the show is that the Kaminoans have discovered how to actually do it and instill a clone with you know metachlorians and force sensitivity and stuff like that. Are we gonna learn how it's done? Are we gonna learn if it was just you know it was something on their end they were able to manipulate? Is the emperor is the emperor gonna get his hands on Omega? Who knows? But it's exciting. Omega. Omega. Ah, Omega. <laughs> it, like I mean, I know her name is Omega yeah. to in American parlance, but it's Omega. Like, but she kept saying, "Remember me, Omega." Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> what if she said her name was Megan and everyone's like, "Omega, okay." Oh, oh, yes. No, Megan. It's like, oh yeah, Omega. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, oh. <laughs> I honestly like I'm I'm excited to see uh, how things turn out. Uh, just to rattle off a couple of more things I said happened i what did you think of them going after the insurrectionists well Uh, certainly it's a i feel like that's a classic imperial loyalty mm, trick kind of thing for sure um but i mean even at that like where they went when they went to go and do it i was just like uh, you know i even said well i mean if you're going to onder on to you know, you know, assess the rebels or whatever. Yes, but I, <laughs> you know I, where it's going. I said as much to Eva. I said like, this is gonna be this is gonna be weird. As far as I know, for the Bad Batch, this might be the first experience they have with live targets. Yeah, you know, like they've they've done nothing yeah, but clankers only. Yeah, you know, and even Wrecker was like, I want to destroy some droids. He's like, I don't want to kill people. Or yeah. as far as we know, he doesn't want to kill people. But regardless, it's just like that was his whole shtick. Was just like, this isn't clankers. I don't know what to do. And that feeds into the whole thing of yeah. Your loyalty is in question because, you know, you're questioning my authority and my orders and blah, 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 blah. And Tarkin is just taking his whole thing. And that's how we end up at the end of the episode. They escape. And uh, I mean, with I don't what, what did everyone think of Crosshair's? I wouldn't call it a betrayal, but essentially his downfall. You know what I mean? Did you did you think it was justified? Do you feel bad about it? Like, do you wish things had changed? I guess like the only thing I'll say, and and this is like one of my kind of overarching concerns with Star Wars sometimes is when it kind of goes from being like a personal motivation that's like driving a character to do something to it becoming something bigger, right? 
And like, that's my only concern is that like, oh, well, his chip kind of works. So we're going to just like put him in this stupid machine that's going to turn his chip back on all the way up. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for that. Like the dynamic that like he just doesn't necessarily believe what Hunter and you know the rest of the Bad Batch are doing is the right thing. Right. Is I think more compelling. It would have been. I think they just they must have seen that there was something in Crosshair that wanted to come out and be a little more authoritarian, I guess. <laughs> and that's the way they went about it. I mean, I, I also think that a lot of people kind of saw that coming, especially just because that he was the butthole of the group. You know, he was always the guy who had a chip on his shoulder. And so it seemed like a very logical step. But I'm 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 definitely interested to see what the rest of the season brings. I think it's obvious now with uh, Crosshair, you know, turning against the Bad Batch, he's going to be the, the complete antagonist. Like, he's going to be like, they're going to do this, so we're going to do that. Like, you know, and... I think the whole series is just going to be Hunter and the rest of the gang trying to be one step ahead of everybody else. My, my, no, I, I, I'm hopeful that they do it justice. My one worry is that Crosshair being a, a very talented long range marksman mm-hmm. just turns into a plot device and that, Hey, this episode needs some more movement. Oh, yeah. well, they're doing this well, side quest, and all of a sudden, no, no, crosshair crosshair's here he's going to shoot three, at us. Yeah, 300 yeah. kilometers away or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's just lazy. No, and I hope, I fully I hope agree we don't see that. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, even at that, it'll be exciting to see what they do. I feel like the rest of the season is definitely going to be full of uh, Clone Wars references, Rebel references. Um, I know that we're supposed to be seeing Rex at some point. Yes. Um, I'm wondering, and now I'm, I'm going to ask you about this just to kind of close things out. Um, do you think that there's a chance that we'll see Cad Bane again and or like Boba Fett? And even to that end, do you think we'll have the chance to see that duel finally? <laughs> um, for the last one, potentially, I would say I, I do wonder about Boba. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would kind of make some sense, you know, because I think in a to a certain extent, like the Bad Batch is probably like the more legitimate successor kind of mm-hmm. like to the Django of the line. Yeah. Yeah. Legacy. I mean, in addition to Boba, obviously, but like just saying like compared to other clone troopers. Yeah. They're the best. The they're rigs, the rigs. Well, um, but even like all I'm getting at is just that uh, I'll be excited to see if there's a point where like, you know, the empire with all their vast resources and stuff like that have yet to track down the bad batch. And so they have to, get the uh, scum and villainy if you will of uh, bounty hunters yeah and i mean apparently this season is 16 episodes 16 yes i actually heard just six well, i don't know uh, it's either six or 16 if it's 16 hell yeah if it's <laughs> six yeah i mean according to <laughs> imdb yeah. according to imdb it says 16 episodes for season one. Oh, all right well this just got interesting so, yeah, uh, I guess at that point we will come back, you know, in summer of 2022 and talk <laughs> about the rest of this series because yeah. <laughs> it's going to be going for every week, apparently. So yes. I'm all for it. Um, but still, I'll be interested to see what what they all bring to the table. Uh, I'll be interested to see what comes, uh, you know, further down the pipeline. Um, I had nothing but good things to say about it. Again, if it was 90 minutes long, if it was an hour, you know, it didn't matter how long it was. Yeah, I'd sit I was, through it. I would sit through it. Exactly. Anybody else? Any other final thoughts? I mean, I think I sent the, the, the group text, my, my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it was too bad of a spoiler. No, no, no. It's good. Well, here, here's, uh, this is not related to the Bad Batch at all, mm-hmm. but here is a piece of news that's literally just coming across the wire. <gasps> Starting late next year, an X-Wing from Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, will go on display at the National Air and Space Museum in Washington. That's cool. That's cool. That's very cool. Speaking again about like just that like <laughs> that feeling of place or that sense of place well, of being yeah. there is like yeah, I, seeing I, that thing in in person. Yeah, and like, is my, there also going to be like the Hall of Steve Rogers? <laughs> I mean, maybe as long as there's an Isaiah Bradley thing, that's all that matters. Damn right, to me. hell yeah, damn right. But uh, no man, I'm. I mean, if you've ever had a chance to go to the the Air and Space Museum, like it, it is astounding to see some of these planes and it stuff. Rules. Like 
right up close. Like you, you know what planes are, and you see them in the sky. But like to see the like the historical ones, like up close and everything, it's a whole other thing. And to go a step further and just throw one that's like completely fictitious and bring it to real life. Oh yeah. Oh what do you mean yeah. Fictitious. Oh, it's it's going to be a real one. It's there. It's going to be real. I heard it was real. My mom said it was real. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I read it on the internet. So it's got to be real. Well, with that being said, uh, do we want to finish out today with a, a quiz? Sure. Quiz? Quiz? Oh, man. It's been so long. You want to hit us with a quiz? <laughs> hit us with a quiz. Quiz! <laughs> Whose turn is it? I think I went last time. So, Brian, do you want to go? Sure. All right. It's Brian's turn. Hit me. Brian, hit you were meant to pilot a Star Wars ship. Take this quiz to find out which one. Sweet. A TIE fighter would be nice. That's what it says. That's the tagline. All right. <clears throat> Who would be your buddy in the ship? R2-D2, a battle droid, nobody, other, BB-8, or C-3PO? Ooh, R2. R2. Yeah, he can repair stuff. Nothing wrong with that. What is your favorite game? Chess, tic-tac-toe, risk, monopoly, Checkers or other? Mm, other. Other. You're a sorry man? <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of life. <laughs> <laughs> pick a uh, pick a favorite character. Poe Dameron, uh, Darth Vader, Princess Leia, Kylo Ren, Han Solo, or Darth Sidious? Guys, I feel like this is the, <laughs> this is the question that actually matters. Um, say those again? Poe Dameron, Darth Vader, Princess Leia, Kylo Ren, Han Solo or Darth Sidious? Who's a favorite character? So it's not someone who will be flying with you Yeah, Darth Vader. Okay, all right. He's a good pilot, so who knows. Pick a Star Wars quote. I find your lack of faith disturbing. The Force will be with you always. Come on, Chewie. No, I am your father. Do or do not. There is no try. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. All right. And just for fun, pick another character. Count Dooku, Padme Amidala, Rey, Finn, Luke Skywalker, or Chewbacca? Ooh, Chewie. Chewie! <laughs> well, that worked out. You got a TIE fighter. Hey! <laughs> a TIE fighter. Nice. <laughs> you excel at just about everything you do. You enjoy the little things in life, like blowing up X-Wings. So congratulations, Brian. Good job. All right. That was fun. I want uh, to give credit to my wife for uh, always finding the best Star Wars uh, quizzes out there because they're always fun. And we got a few in the pipeline for the next few coming up. But what did you guys think of Bad Batch? What did you guys think of, uh, you know, just May the 4th in general? Uh, was there anything that we missed that we didn't talk about? Do you Are you guys excited for the hotel? Is there anything you want to, you know, say here, touch the, I don't know, blah, 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 do this or that? I'll tell you what, why don't you hit us up? Why don't you send us an email at greetershotfirstpod at gmail.com. That's all one word. Greetershotfirstpod at gmail.com. And if you want to interact with us, you can always get us on Instagram at greetershotfirstpodcast, all one word, or on Twitter at firstgreeto. And then if you want to check out any past episodes, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, on reggiesousepodcast.com, or on Spotify. Uh, if you happen to go to any one of those, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show along. And with all that being said, I just got to say, guys, it's been fun. It's been real. I had a great time. Brian, did you have a good time? I had an awesome time. And you have a good time? It's a boring conversation anyway. I bet it was. Good night, everybody.